Welcome to Stone by Stone, a show where we tell you about how God is building the lives and ministry of Temple Baptist Church. I'm Zach Husser, and I'm here with Jacob Ambrose. Jacob, how does it feel to be back on the other side? Yes. The good side, as one would call it. Yes. Um, you mean of like back at work? No, I was saying, no, 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 no. I was saying on the last podcast you hosted, and I kind of did. Oh, yes. Okay. It, feels, it feels right. This is clearly showing people we don't talk enough about this before we actually do it. Hey, on that note, though, you are on the other side. Last time we yes. talked, you were a father of two. That's right. Now you're a father of three. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with a little less sleep now, but, yeah. um, you know, hey, things are great. And uh, my wife is awesome. She's a rock star. And uh, things are going well. Is that the first time you've shout outed uh, Amanda during this whole time? Man, why you got to call me out like that? Yeah. I've only said Marissa's name once, and it was kind of in a negative context because I said she's not going to listen to what she actually, the one, yeah, of course, right. when she she listened to it. That's right. Uh, and it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Marissa, you're awesome too. That's right. Um, maybe she'll listen to this one. I think she will. Yeah, especially if I tell her her name drop was in it. Definitely. Anyway, hey guys, on the last one, it was really interesting because we talked about corporate worship, um, which was kind of uh, the thing that I was really, really excited to, to chat about. Um, today... We're going to be talking about something that's really vitally important um, in the culture of our church and really in Christianity as a whole. Yeah. And it's the topic of discipleship, specifically D groups and what that looks like. And if you know anything about Jacob Ambrose, mm -hmm. this is one of his major passions. And he's yeah. really been driving this home um, in his ministry here at Temple. And I know that I've personally benefited from it um, in the first year that he had this implemented. I was in his D group, uh, and now I've broken off, and now I lead a D group of my own. So I've really seen the fruit of this mm -hmm. in my own life. Jacob has really just done an awesome job of uh, making this a big part of the culture uh, in, in the young adult ministry and and really hopefully growing even more out of that into right. into different uh, parts of the church. And man, Jacob, I'm just really excited uh, to chat about this today because I think there's some specific elements of a D group that we all need to know and understand yeah. so that we can get behind the idea of, hey, why is this important? Um, but before we get into some of those specifics, the first thing we need to establish is, what is a D group? And let me just say, we talked about Sunday school right. uh, a few episodes ago, and some people can get these things confused because they do have similar purposes if you're looking at them from a distance. Yeah. So what is a D group and kind of how does it differ from the Sunday school model that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Thank you for those kind words, Zach. Um, yeah, so we'll be saying D group uh, over the course of this, and that just is short for discipleship group. And so a D group is a gender-specific group of three to five people. Uh, gender-specific, so same gender, guys with guys, girls with girls. Uh, gender-specific groups, so it's a very small group of people. Uh, we meet weekly. On a weekly basis, what are we doing? We're reading through Scripture together. Uh, we're memorizing Scripture together. We're journaling about what we're reading. And, um, yeah, just, just doing that together with a small group of people. Uh, we intend to multiply. After 12 months, uh, sometimes we can extend that, you know, 12 to 18 months, but we want to be together for a good while, um, a year at least. And, and after that, um, every group member is expected to lead a group. And, and one thing that, that I wanted to make it easy for um, our first iteration of groups is I uh, said, hey, just choose somebody and, and co-lead. You know, because not everybody's going to be comfortable to lead a group. Now, uh, although that may be the goal, um, 
you know, it's certainly okay for someone to partner up, you know, if we, mm-hmm. so we had a group of four people, you know, if we partnered up and say, okay, two of us are going to go and lead a group and now two of us are going to go lead another mm-hmm. group. Uh, but, but the point is to multiply and what we were yeah. looking for uh, was positive positive growth. Yeah. And that's exactly what we got. And praise God, uh, many, many people have been impacted by that. Um, and so the, the primary purpose of D groups is to meet the need for accountability in our lives. And I think this is where we see the big difference between Sunday school and discipleship groups. You know, Sunday school, as we talked in a couple of episodes ago, the primary purpose of that was to meet the need for community in our lives. Those mm-hmm. those people who are around us, who we see weekly, who we are uh, doing life with, we're spending time with. Uh, the discipleship group is to meet the need for accountability, keeping one another accountable, um, having some people around us where we ask some hard questions. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, from the year that that we spent together, yeah, there were some there were some hard questions. Mm-hmm. There were some tough things that we talked about, some things that we confessed as a group, mm-hmm. um, and how vital that is for our lives um, to know that we have a safe space to say, "Hey, guys, I'm struggling." Mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this, or man, I'm really struggling in my personal walk with the Lord right now. Mm-hmm. And, and just being able to be vulnerable with other people is is a huge thing that that uh, that we need in our lives, and that I think mm-hmm. we've missed for for a while. But praise God, it's coming back, and people are uh, people are jumping on board and, and excited to be a part. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And there's just so much there that's key. I mean, you really listed all the key elements to a D group and accountability is kind of what you wrapped up on. That's a buzzword in right. the Christian community because everybody says they need accountability, hmm. um, but sometimes it means different things to different people. Uh, and I think a lot of times when we hear accountability, we think it's just talking about accountability in confessing sin to one right. another. And that's definitely an element yeah. of what we do in D group. But it also kind of extends farther farther than that yes. as far as what we're keeping each other accountable for. So can you be yep. a little bit more specific? Yeah. A main the main purpose of this is accountability, but what are we keeping each other accountable to? Yeah. So primarily we're keeping each other accountable to read scripture. All right. Mm-hmm. The, the most important thing that we can do is spend time with the Lord. Reading scripture praying, you know, us, you know, him talking to us, us talking to him, being in communion with the Father is the most important thing that we can do um, mm-hmm. as, as a believer. And so uh, primarily we're keeping one another accountable there. We're keeping each other accountable about memorizing Scripture. Uh, we're, we're keeping one another accountable about journaling, mm-hmm. um, engaging with God's Word, and, and not, just, not just reading the Word to check off a box, uh, but mm-hmm. actually attempting to engage with God's Word. And so we'll talk kind of more specifics about that in a future episode, and I may hit it mm-hmm. again in this episode, um, but but we, we have a journaling process that helps us to study God's Word. Um, we're also keeping one another accountable with sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we've really pushed this year with our groups is the Who's Your One. Um, yeah. Maybe even before we kind of got it kicked off church-wide, we talked about it in our discipleship groups, and, and we talked about it um, about that being the place where we keep each other accountable. Because mm-hmm. you and I have both, we've already talked, everybody knows that we're in seminary, right? we've had seminary classes, um, we've had evangelism classes. I know there's a, um, there's, there's a mentoring and evangelism class right now that George and Eddie are leading. And so um, when we have that accountability in those classes, right, whenever, and for those of you listening, like a lot of times in those classes, you'll have to submit like a weekly evangelism report. Like you'll have to report, mm-hmm. hey, I had a gospel conversation this week. 
whenever we have that accountability, like oh, man. we're looking for opportunities to share the gospel. Yep. Yeah. Because we know that there's accountability attached to it. Yeah, like yep. we're school, like there's a grade attached to it, you know. Yep. But now um, in the discipleship group, like I'm going to have mm-hmm. to sit around the circle it, with, with some guys at, at the coffee shop that morning and go, man, you know what? I I didn't tell anybody about Jesus this week or mm-hmm. or I didn't I didn't pray for my one. I didn't pray for the lost person that God has placed on my heart. Mm-hmm. And so that with that accountability attached to it, um, there's a there's a much higher degree of um, man, us making an effort to be evangelistic in our lives. Yeah, man, accountability is really hard, especially when it's something that you don't want to be held accountable for. And, yeah. uh, you know, going back to what you're saying about reading the Word, it's crazy how that just permeates every area mm. of your life. Like, for example, um, my wife Marissa had her D group last night, mm. and, uh, you know, after she shared, you know, with me some stuff that, you know, she had been... Uh, you know, reading in the Word and journaling about some stuff that had been on my mind, um, and it, it's just crazy how the Lord kind of worked worked that out for us to together, where we were both kind of thinking about something. We didn't, you know, say it out loud, but He put it on both of our hearts as we were both reading through Romans. Yeah, yeah. And I just think about the con- you know some of the conversation that we had, and you know that wouldn't have happened mm. if we weren't in the word and we wouldn't have like this, these, these things going on on our lives wouldn't have been illuminated. Yeah. And so it's just crazy how, yes, we, we're accountable for specific things like, uh, you know, reading scripture, sharing the gospel with other people, confessing sin. But yeah. a lot of times that stuff happens naturally if we're accountable for reading the word Yeah, because the word brings out yes. that within yes. us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that it's great that you said that that's the base and that's really yeah. the main thing we're keeping each other accountable yeah. for. Although specifically, you know, especially sharing the gospel, that's yeah. really something that we need to be specific about. Something that I, you know, fall short of um, consistently and without accountability, yeah. especially will continually... Definitely. Go ahead. And and let me say this before we move on from this topic. And this is kind of, you know, not not to bring us, uh, you know, bring us down kind of into a mellow spot. But, um, you know, we need accountability for sin in our lives. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants this. Right. Right. No, this is uncomfortable. And and nobody wants to reveal the sins and the things that they're struggling with. But we we absolutely need it. Uh, man, the, the newest believer needs it. Uh, the person who's been walking with the Lord for as long as they can remember, right? They're say that VBS or whatever early in their life, they need it. I need, as ministers, we need yeah. accountability. Um, there is unfortunately no shortage of people falling from the ministry. Ugh. There's no shortage of um, man, marriages that are being wrecked. By, by sin, by, mm-hmm. by addiction to pornography or by lust. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there's, there's no shortage of people mm-hmm. um, who, who, are, who are falling. And it just breaks my heart because I wonder, man, what if, what if they were in some type of relationship where they had people asking them hard questions, yeah. asking the questions about what they're doing late at night, asking questions about their thought life and about you know, their, their patterns mm-hmm. and things like that. Because, man, without these relationships, we are all, yeah. we are all susceptible to fall into, into sin mm-hmm. and, and ruin not, our, not only our own lives, but, but if you're married, maybe your marriage, or if you have kids, your family, right? Mm-hmm. right the, the wake of that just kind of goes, goes mm-hmm. out. Uh, we are all susceptible to fall into sin. We desperately need accountability in our lives. 
Yeah, and that's a really big separating factor from the Sunday school group that yeah, we talked about that's last time because that's not going to happen. You can come to a Sunday school group every yes. single week and really be struggling with some major sin, yeah, and you're not going to be prompted to yeah. be uncomfortable and yeah. confess that in a Sunday school group, and you shouldn't be. That's not what that environment is right, for. Right, right. And a D group is really the only, or something like a D group is the only way to really ensure Man, you're being asked these hard questions, yes. and you're not continually living in sin and going unchecked. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so, you know, with the, with the Sunday school group, you know, we have about 15 to 20. It's a co-ed group. It's a larger group. Um, so, yeah, it's just not as conducive to sharing some yeah. of those things. Um, you know, maybe that happens informally after the Sunday school group, yeah. after the life mm-hmm. group meeting. You know, sure. pull, pull the leader aside, pull somebody else aside. But, but as far as formally, structurally, the place that, that's most conducive to have these conversations, the D group is definitely it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kind of moving on towards talking about some of the methodology. You know, we specifically talked about how this is a group of three to five people. Yeah. Um, there's different modes of discipleship. Some people think one-on-one is the best way. Some people think uh, you should have a bigger group than that. Why specifically are we choosing this mode and model of a D group, which is the three to five gender specific? Uh, yeah. Why are we actually kind of carrying out this model? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to answer this by giving some some biblical foundations for discipleship, and I hope that it explains uh, I hope it explains well. In the Great Commission, Matthew 28, um, Jesus tells us to make disciples as we go. The command in that in, in that uh, great Commission is to make disciples. Uh, that's the only command in the Great Commission, to make disciples, and it ends up translating as we go, as we go about our lives, as we go about uh, you know, all the things that God has, has entrusted to us, as we go to our jobs, as we go to our home, as we go to the place we play, right, live, work, yeah. play, as, as we yep. go throughout our lives, we are to make disciples. Um, and, and also love in, in 2 Timothy chapter 2, as Paul is um, writing pretty much the final letter that we have uh, recorded to Timothy, kind of his last words, he tells Timothy, uh, man, what you have heard from me, uh, what you have seen in me, uh, man, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach yeah. others also. Now, he's specifically yep. talking about pastorally, right? So he, mm-hmm. that's why he includes that men there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still the concept of entrusting to others mm-hmm. what we have. Absolutely. The essence of discipleship is forming our lives around Jesus and helping others to do the same. That's Ooh. from the Disciple Maker's Handbook by Bobby Harrington. Uh, I'll say that again. Amen. The essence of discipleship is forming our lives around Jesus and helping others do the same. Whew. Right? Even That's Paul good. says in 1 Corinthians, imitate me as I also imitate Christ. And so there's this there's this concept of, of us as as disciples to to um, to pass on what we have yeah. to to carry out or to, to to pass on to the next generation what we have um, and, and I'll say what are we discipling people in um, man we're we're teaching people how to read and study the word for themselves mm. we're teaching people yeah. how to dig into scripture on their own to be self-motivated learners of scripture self-motivated in their relationship with yeah. God. Absolutely, man. That's 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 really good stuff, and I like how you said self motivated, yeah. and, and and that's one big thing, man. When you get people into D groups, you just hear, uh, I really was, yeah. I I didn't know how much I was missing and yes. not being in the Word, yes. and and the more that you dig into Scripture, the more you have a desire for it, and that's just yeah. such a such a big advantage of these groups. Um, you know, 
one thing I, I want to hit on before we close this out, we go through this process, like you said, it could be 12, it could be 18 months. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the end result of that yeah. time? Like, let me, let me frame it this way. At the end of this 12 to 18 months, what is a typical person who went through a D group, what do they look like yeah. and, and what are they moving to? Yeah. So hopefully, you know, like we just said, um, they'll be able to read and study and digest the word for themselves. That's be, huge. Be motivated in their walk with the Lord. There um, was a there was like a study again put out by Lifeway that like less in the average church, mm. less than like ten percent of yeah. people feel comfortable yeah. studying the word for themselves. Yeah. yeah, they can they can read other people's commentary on it, but actually studying the word for themselves is like less than ten percent of mm. people actually feel comfortable. Yeah, doing that on their own. So that. The first thing you that's said there—that's huge. If that's the only thing you accomplish in the whole year, yeah, which it hopefully isn't, but I right, mean that's right. huge in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And maybe you're maybe you're going, hey man, that's me. Um, I'll, I'll give you some directions at the end of this for hopping in the D group and learning um, how to do that. So, um, so yeah, being able to read and study the word for themselves. So I say being able to teach others. Uh, being able to teach, being able to help and and walk with other people through seasons of life. Zach, I know there's there's no doubt, like if you're walking with people for 12 to 18 months, stuff's going to come up. Yep. Stuff's going to happen in those years. There's going to be a job change. There's going to be, uh, there's going to be loss. There's going to be grief. There's going to be seasons that you walk through with people mm-hmm. and, and man, how, how, man, just just good it is to be able to walk with people through those difficult times, to be there for them um, in those tough times. And so, yeah, I said teach others to do the same, but also just they'll be able to um, walk with people and be able to shepherd um, their people well. Also, hopefully at the end of, uh, at the end of this, people will be able to um, be missional. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking about, um, you know, praying for our one, keeping each other accountable for our one. I won't go into it long. We have another episode on that. but But being able to... Um, be missional in the places where they live, work, and play. And, and I'll just summarize all of it to say this. Um, we hope to make not just disciples, but disciple makers. Mm-hmm. At the end of this, we hope to have a group of disciple makers, people mm-hmm. who are, are ready to go out and to follow Jesus's command to make disciples, to follow the command in Scripture, to entrust to other faithful men and women what we have been, uh, in, what, with what we have been entrusted Right, And that is the gospel of the good news of Christ. And so at the end of this, we pray that we have an army of disciple makers ready uh, to take on the world. Man, I love that. We don't just want disciples. We want disciple makers. Right. Um, so if you're, again, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I'm, I'm struggling in a lot of these areas yeah. of, I, I don't really know how to study the Bible. Yeah. That's a struggle for me. It, you know, I'm not being held accountable for, yeah. uh, you, you know, for my sin. I, I, I don't know how to share the gospel. I, any of any of these things, and maybe they're thinking, I want to be a part of right. one of these groups. What's the best way to do that? Yep. So in the show notes, or whether uh, whatever platform you're on, in the show notes, I'll have a link to what we call the discipleship group interest form. And look, it's a simple Google form. Just fill it out. Give us your name. Uh, give some contact info. Let us know days of the week you're available. You know your preferred time of meeting. Um, if it's you know late at night, early morning, midday, whatever. And uh, somebody will reach back out to you. Whatever kind of demographic you fall in. If you're a student, if you're a college student, if you're a young adult or a medium adult, senior adult, whoever's kind of over your ministry uh we'll reach out to you and plug you in yeah. i'm gonna close out by saying i'm just gonna be, have a moment of vulnerability as as we talk through some of these things 
And this is an encouragement to any, hopefully, any D group leader that's out there. You know, I'm on staff here at Temple. I lead a D group. There's some things that I was convicted of just listening to Jacob talk that I'm like, man, as a D group leader, I might not be carrying these things out super, super effectively. Same, Same here. Yeah. <laughs> and man, this just really encouraged me to, to just as a reminder, and I hope for, for you guys that are in a D group, maybe leading a D group. It could just be serve as a, a way to recenter and remind sure. yourself of, oh man, these are some things I need to be hitting on yeah. um, every week. So Jacob, thanks so much for sharing all that, man. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to hit on before we uh, head no, out? I was going to say, uh, my, my brother George talked about those little Hot Wheel tracks. Remember those little Hot Wheel race cars? Yep. Where, yeah. yeah, where when you let it down, then there were like these little battery-powered spinners. You know, like, yep, yep, yep. Like, gave another boost. Let this be your little, little boost there. I never played with Hot Wheels. Although I stepped on one of them as a kid. Yikes. Hurt like crazy. Yeah. Had to bandage my foot for a couple weeks. Much like I'm having to do right now with my <laughs> skateboard fall. Anyway, hey guys. I fell on my skateboard. It's not a big deal. I'm having to like bandage myself every day. It's fine. I just need you to feel really sorry uh, for me. Um, <laughs> hey, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Zach Husser. I'm Jacob Ambrose. Talk to you soon.